This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation about a complex and sometimes under the radar statewide story that affects you. Shayna, I think I may have lost count of the number of ballot <laughs> proposals that are coming out right now. Where are we at? What's our tally? Right now, the tally is kind of a moving target. Mm-hmm. We have several that are under review by the Bureau of Elections. Those include paid sick leave, minimum wage, and then the most recent one to submit its signatures, the Promote the Vote petition, which would make changes to voter accessibility, including to allow for no reason absentee voting. And then the other two big ones include the marijuana petition. That's pretty much slated to be on the ballot. It's gotten no formal challenges to it. And that is, of course, the petition that would regulate marijuana like alcohol. And then finally, the one that's really up in the air right now is the Voters Not Politicians anti-gerrymandering ballot proposal. That is scheduled to be in front of the state Supreme Court next week to decide whether or not that one can go on to the ballot. And that's it. (laughs) So far. (laughs) That might be enough. Now, thinking of the big questions surrounding this, it looks like we could have as little as one ballot question in November. We could have as many as five. How do you think that shapes the very nature of the upcoming midterm elections here in Michigan? Well, it could potentially have an impact on whether or not voters actually get to the ballot. In some cases, maybe they're not as excited about voting for governor or voting for other politicians, but there might be a proposal or two that they're really interested in. Reverend Wendell Anthony, who is with the NAACP of Michigan and with Promote the Vote, this was sort of his call for the people who are in support of that proposal. We're simply saying, get ready to take your souls to the polls and vote like your lives depend upon it because quite frankly, they do. So potentially this could bring more people to the polls in November. At the same time, though, the question then becomes, are there going to be too many proposals? And is that going to have an impact on whether or not people just maybe straight vote no or maybe straight vote yes? Yeah, first off, I think that it's been uh, established in the past that sometimes the hype about how much these ballot proposals actually affects voter turnout is sort of overhyped. But we've actually also seen something like this. Let's say we do see five ballot proposals in November. November. In 2012, we had several as well, and it actually made it really easy for the opposition, which was largely Republicans, to all those ballot proposals to say, just vote no on everything. I don't trust any of these proposals. Every time I vote for one of these, I end up regretting it. Uh, I'm voting no on all of them. That was a TV ad from the group that was saying hands off our Constitution in 2012, and they were successful. All of those petitions failed on the ballot. And a big part of that is the question of whether or not when you overload the ballot with these questions, if it makes it harder for people to make that pitch to people to do the research and tell them, look into this and think about these things, it's a lot easier just to be like, eh, I don't think so. I'm just going to vote now. But what we would tell all of our listeners to do is to not just make a quick snap decision of vote yes or vote no to all of them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Don't just vote no because someone on TV said vote no. And at the same time, don't vote yes just because someone gave you a good elevator pitch. Really, I think it's important for voters to think about whether or not they actually support these things. The best thing to do is just look up the language and see if you support it. Exactly, because not all proposals are created equal. 